Alright, welcome to Boon Companion, episode 3. Uh, yeah, I've been gone for about 2 months, 60 days, I just kinda didn't make any podcasts, I don't really know why, there's really not a reason why, I just didn't make one. I just didn't ever feel like doing one. Um, I just felt like I didn't have any ideas and I wasn't even inspired to even, you know, sit down. I mean, I tried to do an hour long for every podcast, which is not that long, but it does take a little mm, inspiration sometimes, especially if you're just, you know, I'm just doing the show by myself, so. Sometimes you just, you know, I basically just took a holiday break. The last episode was on December 11th, and it's now like February 4th. It's like the day before Valentine's Day today, so yeah, I took like about a two-month holiday kind of break. My birthday was on January the 13th, and I just turned 30, so yeah, that's what I was doing, just getting just leveling up now I learned a new attack it's called seismic flop and it's when I just jump off the roof of my apartment onto my couch and I stay there for nine hours straight I just walked across and got some coffee from the community coffee. Um, see, the, and one thing I like taking a break, it gives you actually some time to marinate and grow and um, maybe kind of mm, refine some ideas because I've still been thinking about, you know, doing a show and stuff. I've been, it's, not as see everybody thinks that it's so easy to start a podcast and it presumably is unless you actually want to do it right in which case it takes a lot of you know forethought and practice and you know tedious details anyways look it's fun to do this that's why I want to do it but um, I'm glad I took the time off, really. I just went over and got some coffee. Look, here's another thing I want to say. I have ADHD. That should be... A, I, I need that to be abundantly clear. Because I am markedly different from people who don't have ADHD. And this is kind of a thing right now where a lot of people, like, they call themselves ADHD when it's really like, that would be like calling yourself bulimic if you, or, wait, anorexic is where you don't eat? So, imagine calling yourself anorexic because you missed breakfast or something, or like, I don't know. But the people don't understand really what ADHD is because 
for one thing, you can't see it on somebody. You, I mean, just on the outside, we look. We you, we look, like there is nothing there, but. You know. Not only that, whenever people call themselves ADHD, when they really just like are kind of quirky, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. People will be like, oh, oh my God, I'm, I can't do my homework because I have ADHD. Maybe they really did. I don't know. But some people just think that it's ADHD is like a certain type of hu- like comedy or something. I don't know. I'll have to think about that more. Who knows? But I do like uh, coffee. I think that's one ADHD thing. This coffee is is pretty all right. It's community coffee. One time at the restaurant, this guy told me he would not drink any coffee besides community coffee. And I see why. It's pretty good. I also got a Starbucks double shot energy uh, vanilla flavor. The French vanilla is a little off to me. It's, it doesn't quite satisfy that vanilla that pure vanilla bean flavor I don't know what it really is but because I like French vanilla usually I don't really know the difference between the two so here I'm back after two months um and there's a lot going on. Um, still just, you know, working at the restaurant. Um, look, that's boring stuff. The... You know, I had to take a, a break. I had to get away from, you know, the weekly grind. Podcast, 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 podcast. So, I think I'm going to keep going with Boone Companion. So, anyways, um, I downloaded TikTok. Wow, TikTok, wow, wow, wow. What a crazy, crazy app that is. It's fun. It's kind of crazy. Um, I saw this kid sitting at a table and he had headphones in and he had a, like a tablet bigger than his head and he was just staring at it about two inches from his face. And he was just swiping, swiping, swiping up, swipe, 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 swipe. I don't think, like, he was changing between content so quickly that, 
I believe that he was putting 100% of his focus into either swiping or watching. And I think the entire outside world did not exist to him. It was amazing. His family ordered his meal for him. They told they did everything for him like I think he put it away when he was eating. That kid should not I it's different strokes for different folks. He probably was autistic, but I don't know. Kids have problems. Sometimes if kids can just look at a screen instead of attack their family, then maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. But it is shocking to see, and it makes you wonder about the social development of these kids as they get older. I have a feeling but by the time he's turning about 19 or 20, he could really have some harsh reality to face when you look up and realize, you know, you got to get a job at Amazon, dog. And you're not going to have any life skills around you. Like, I don't know what his outside world is like, but I mean, he better be doing some computer coding in his spare time. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I want to do computer coding. Fuck this. I, I don't want to walk around at a restaurant anymore. Fuck that. I'm going to do it, but fuck it. God damn. I hate that job, man. As fun as it is, it's only fun in like a toxic way to where I'm like, well, I mean, that's not 100% true. There is there is a lot of wholesome fun and enjoyment I get from it, but, you know, it, it is a pretty good job overall, but seriously, fuck that job. In the grand scheme, in the grand scheme of all jobs, and all things that you could spend your time doing on earth. That job is not something you want to spend a lot of time doing. So I've been there about three years. But um, it got cold today. It was like Baton Rouge is weird. Baton Rouge is 45 degrees today. Yesterday it was like 71. But it really flips that switch between warm and sunny and cold and wintry. Like, like imagine it if it's dropping from like 90 to 75 like that's a nice little drop but it's not that serious if it's dropping from like 45 to 20 who who really cares I mean it's, it's definitely a lot colder but it was already cold but if it's going from 70 to 49 man that is a, such a drastic change in temperature because it really goes from warm and sunny to kind of cold and makes you just want to stay inside and drink 
community coffee. So I've been taking some time off, tucking some dicks, eating some pie. Oh, I got a little keyboard. Um, I, yeah, I got a keyboard. I got a fucking Rock Jam 9000 or whatever. It's a Rock Jam. Yeah, it's just called a Rock Jam. And it kind of sucks. It's all right. I bought it for $75 off Marketplace. I paid him 25 extra to deliver, which I probably didn't even have. I probably shouldn't have done that. But I wanted the thing. I just wanted a keyboard immediately. And I, you know, what you said to you, once I set my mind to, to something, I'm going to get it, you know. Especially if it's like, if the only thing separating me from something is just negotiation, then I know how to get the deal done. I can get people to do things. The problem is, I mean, basically I'll, I'll put the money down to say, if I need money to leverage something happening, basically, if you want to negotiate. $75 is really not that much. I felt like it was worth, he felt like it was worth his time to deliver. And I got a keyboard in less than an hour. Like less than two hours at least. So, yeah, 75 bucks gone, but I do have a keyboard. It's kind of funny. It's nice to play, you know. I really don't need something super nice. Um, I'm going to try to buy a, buy a car that same way. I'm going to say, hey, I'm just going to offer cash deals. Is it dangerous? Maybe. It does sound a little dangerous. Say, I got two grand cash. I'll take your car right now. Some people will pull the trigger and regret it later, but once I got the car, it's mine. Um, yeah, I've been really... You know, I care about you listeners a lot. I really do, and I'm trying to get better as a podcast host. I feel like I've been letting my audience down a little bit. I, I haven't really been at the top of my game, but I'm back from my break, and I really want to make this show awesome. So I'm working on getting uh, like a co-host or producer. The problem is all the people I like are like they would want to like try to talk too much and take over the show so I got to get better at just maintaining that my vice grip on this microphone of the show you know I can't have I really can't have a co-host but I need just like a producer somebody to just be there and be like 
um, you know, making sure everything's cool, getting in touch with um, businesses and stuff. Um, and I'm really not a stand-up comedian, so, you know, I don't have a set to perform. I'm just, I'm really just a media personality. I'm just out here on the waves. Um directly to your home but I'm I don't have the uh you know polished routine that a lot of comedians have even if they're not that funny they can still be like professional comedians you know what I mean like they can they can hold their own on and they can take up time they can fill 5 minutes 10 minutes 25 minutes who knows they can make a set happen. They can take, they can extend a show so people get more out of their money, you know, or they get, they drink more because they're on stage. Or That is valuable for, for businesses, people who can just control the mic and, and just, you know, address the audience and and be in front of an audience. That is tough to do because you kind of like freeze up whenever you get a microphone like i don't know you just know that feeling you get a little shy around like new people sometimes that's kind of hard to be just on stage so if you can just be on stage you really don't even have to be that funny so that's kind of what i'm working on with this show i'm talking into the mic and i'm trying to you know get some uh but i need feedback and i need an audience that's why I kind of got into TikTok a little bit because people do see your videos. Um, so that's what I'm trying to do with this show. and I'm trying to make it better. I want more audience interaction. I don't need like a million fans, but I just need at least a couple. And if you're out there, I need you to be my fan. My, <laughs> If you feel like you like this show. My name is uh, Alex. Blakely, you can find me on Instagram, alex.james.113. Um, look, if you just enjoy the show, please follow. That's all I'll say. Um, I talk about restaurants. I work at a restaurant. I've got ADHD. Um, I like stand-up comedy. You know, I'm a comedian, media personality singer uh, uh, I would say writer but I have ADHD so I really can't write that much I try not to use ADHD as like a, a crutch all the time but it's just such a all encompassing like it's such a like you you don't just have ADHD you are immersed in in ADHD you know um, so everything, every, your daily life is affected. Everything is affected by it. When I first got diagnosed, I, even I was, you know how like everybody thinks they have ADHD. When I first found out about it, I thought everyone had ADHD too, because you start to see all these like symptoms and you start to understand all your uh, issues in a way that um, you didn't see understand before 
but whenever you see it through the lens of oh this is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder then it it colorizes the picture you know it puts things in the in the spots that they were supposed to be you understand kind of what you're you kind of understand better what makes you different from other people which is important because that's kind of how we define things is by you know that's how I remember uh, a lot of words it's not by remembering their definition but just remembering synonyms for it so like let me try to think of an example um trying to think of like a kind of an obscure word that doesn't get used that much um uh what about wanton wanton see i don't even really know how to say it right it's wanton w-a-n-t-o-n i think it just means like kind of like see the synonym i have for that in my head is loose now from there i i know that those are connected but then i have to like think a little more and say like okay wanton loose i think wanton means a little more like oh okay so it's like more like loose ethics right or like you don't really have a lot of moral standards something like that I think it's like an old Bible term. Anyways, my point is, try to be creative, and that's what you—that's what they mean by be think smarter, not harder. Don't just think of the definitions. Remember the synonyms; they're easier to remember, and you can re- and you can remember more words that way because then you get groups like, oh, this—you got three words that mean similar, similar meanings, or there's you know. 10 words that all mean a similar thing. Well, then you all of a sudden you have a pretty good vocabulary. Um so yeah, I get uh ADHD. I work at I'm a server at a restaurant. And I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So that's you know, it's like one of the restaurant capitals of the world, I swear. It's like there's a restaurant everywhere. There's restaurants tucked under like a bridge there's a restaurant if you walk down a back alley you could accidentally just walk into like a a restaurant and get the best you know seafood out whatever you you can look people you got cajun french people down here think about it baton rouge french name it means red stick stupid name right fuck but look, it's French. You've got a lot of French Canadian people who've been here for a while. To think about what are the French good at? Cuisine. Okay, and now mix that in with like southern cooking. Now you got French and southern cooking mixed plus it's seafood. Dude, it's the restaurant capital of the world. I it's it's its own country inside the United States. It's weird. 
it's like well it's just so much different than any other uh part of the country i think which it, maybe that's easy to say but i mean you got like where i'm from indiana i wonder if indiana is really that much different from Ill illinois or if you grew up in mm, i imagine kentucky is kind of unique man. But what if you grew up in Minnesota, Iowa? Okay, maybe if you grew up in a certain part of Minnesota, your life would be different, but... Louisiana to Florida to Alabama, those are all very different. Uh, maybe Louisiana, or uh, maybe... I think Mississippi is probably one of the poorest states in the country uh, but Louisiana especially Baton Rouge and New Orleans are such crazy cities um, so I think I manifested no I, I think I aligned my timelines on somehow I'm not sure how I did it, but it was an amazing, uh, it was amazing to watch it happen. I've done it a couple times. It happened at the beginning of last year, January last year, 2021. I just felt like I was in some kind of timeline shift or like just felt like everything was a little different than it had been but it was in some like giant massive intangible way it was almost as if like the sky had shifted like the blueprint of reality had had rotated in some way and it was like in a Rubik's Cube, though, because some, you know, only part of it had adjusted. So the rest of the cube remained the same, but there was a seismic shift in uh, something. I don't really feel like that this year. Okay, so I'm going into side okay this is what I need to do I need to break up my show I'm gonna do sports astrology I'm gonna write this down this is a good idea so what you got is I don't know people were saying like Mercury is in retrograde I don't know anything about that I'm trying to consult some experts, but I've been having trouble, difficulty talking to them. Uh, one of my foremost uh, astrological experts. Um, well, let me just say uh, we've experienced a loss. So I'm kind of left out to dry on here, but I do know it's the uh, year of the tiger, uh, the lunar new year. Uh, celebration 
I think is over now, but well, not quite. I think it's well, it started on February 1st. And I'm not sure how long it lasts. I think it might be over, but uh it's begun the year of the tiger. And it's actually the year of the water tiger, so it'd be the black water tiger. Um and that means some things. Uh, which you can pretty much figure out yourself. I mean, like, tigers are brave, they're fierce, but they're also elegant, graceful, and, you know, st stunning beasts, you know? Wow. I feel um, a certain connection with tigers. I've always felt that tigers were, like, my spirit animal, or, to be more precise, I believe... I was a tiger in a former life, Pro probably the uh, life immediately before this one, so, and I won't get into why that is today, but um, I just want to say, you know, being the year of the tiger, it, it's an interesting cross of the axis of you know it's an interesting time in my life I've I'm turning 30 um uh, as the year of the tiger begins I turn 30 um there's been this shift like last year um the lucky numbers for tigers, I believe, are seven, three, and one. Okay, my birthday's on January thirteenth, so that's one thirteen. Um, and I believe, uh, you know, turning twenty-eight was a big shift, and then you had twenty-nine, and then thirty. So this is the third year since I turned twenty-eight which is, you know, the fourth cycle of sevens. Look, I'm really just dumping all this out. It doesn't mean anything, but I'm really just kind of trying to sort through it. Uh, in other words, everything's changing. Uh, everything's still the same. Um, but we like to talk about these magical aspects of life. I've I've real I've noticed, you know, life is not as magical as it used to be. Simply because we know everything that we um used to seem magical. We we now just break it down into science. We know all the statistics behind it. Nothing is is as magic as it used to be like in the 40s they probably had crazy imaginations back then you didn't know what's going on propaganda was probably so easy back in the 40s because I don't think people had a good understanding of psychology or human behavior or psychology and uh, there were so many mysteries Travel was not as common. You couldn't connect with people on different parts of the world. 
So foreigners probably really truly seemed like aliens. I always thought that was a weird what they call um it's xenophobia, this fear of foreigners. And they call them illegal aliens. That's so weird. It it really dehumanizes them. I don't know what that means. I'm not trying to get political. I don't know. I don't believe in politics. I don't. I haven't voted since 2012 when I voted for Mitt Romney for some reason. It was really just because I lived in like a conservative town and that's who everyone else has voted for. But I was 18, so I just decided to vote for whoever. I don't wish I had voted for Obama. Um, I think Obama is... I think he's really kind of just a... I mean, yeah, he's a brilliant guy. But I still just think, you know, and it was an amazing feat that he accomplished but I really don't think he was a good president I don't think he's a good guy I really only admire him for his accomplishments and you know for his individual uh, uh, acuity I guess I respect smart people and I think they should have they should be able to do what they want to do. But I don't but I think he was really kind of a phony, like kind of a liar. I don't think you know you're so much of, so much of what happens in life is based on appearance. And you know, people have their image, right? Like their reputation. In uh, marketing, they call it your Q score, and it's basically just a a measure of your likability. But, you know, somebody with a good Q score is probably like Tom Hanks. He's just like got this, you know, charming personality, whatever. Or like Will Smith, great Q score. He could probably sell anything because anything you pair him with, people are going to be like, oh, you know, people trust him, they like him, they'll... They expect then that people will buy that product because they saw it with Will Smith. That is the same. They it's like that in politics too. Might as well call it your P score. What's your P score? Obama had a ridiculously high P score because he like looked the part. He could sound so smart he could deliver speeches he was a great speaker um and he was really just you know what they all are is just salesmen they're all selling something and when they sell it they get paid so who knows who's running the whole thing it's probably It probably is some kind of like... uh, If I had to make a true guess on who's running the country... 
I'm be totally honest. I bet the puppet strings of this country are pulled by I bet it's the Freemasons. I don't know why. It's I just bet it's them. I don't I really don't know anything about them. But I've heard things. I've heard things. But I don't know if they're true. And I I don't know why I think it's them, but probably just cuz I watch National Treasure. That was a cool movie, but kind of dumb, but it was I liked it. I only say it was dumb because I mean, it just seems so silly like there's not going to be a gold chest like like oh it's written on the back of the de- declaration of independence. Like oh really? It's just this weird it's almost like a pinball machine of patriotism where they're like oh Hit the Liberty Bell, 50 points. And then you go to the Declaration of... Oh, what about the Constitution? There's a key that fits in the... Oh, Benjamin Franklin left this note. He said he was... Silence, do good. Oh, there's the... It's the treasure. The treasurer is the secretary. United States of America. And... It's a good movie. What is the difference between vanilla and French vanilla? I must know. I must know. I must know. Okay, Google search French vanilla versus vanilla. Traditional vanilla flavors derived from the seeds of a vanilla bean pod. See, that's what I like. I like the vanilla bean. Or at least a synthetic chemical called vanillin. Oh, God. French vanilla is more of an egg custard before freezing and contains egg yolks. Okay, so French vanilla has got egg yolks. Okay, so French vanilla is just vanilla with egg yolk. Um, and so it's kind of like custard. That's good. I like custard. It's very creamy. Creaminess is good. Caffeine is good. This double shot energy. Uh, they got double shot and triple shot. I don't think I got a better deal for the double shot. And I'm kind of mad about that. So, I'm saving up for a car. Um, I'm going to make a deal. If I can pull off this deal, I might even sell the car. Because if, if I can pull off what I want to do, I bet I can just flip it. See, would I rather have a car that I got for a good deal or not have a car 
and make two thousand dollars hmm. I think I'm gonna buy some health insurance I think I'm gonna buy some health insurance and a car and oh yeah my uh my resolutions for this year I want to get a dog I want to have a baby and I want to get a wife and um, in any order you know I could get the baby I could adopt a baby and then get a wife that might even attract a wife maybe just a single dad I bet I bet that plays I bet that would really hit with the ladies I mean honestly like I'm a single dad yep um I would have to hire a nanny so I could work at a restaurant how crazy would that be I guess I would just work all all lunch shifts while they were at school but what would I do man that would just be so tough to have a baby right now because what would I do with it when I go to work I would need I mean especially man that would just be tough how do you have a well maybe I'll just get a dog first and get used to that maybe I'll just adopt an older baby it could be like a three year old baby and then it could it'll be a little easier because it'll know how to poop in its diaper and stuff maybe even use the toilet um so uh, I could get the or I could just get a wife and then get her pregnant she has the baby she raises my baby while I work at a restaurant. You know, that's. I don't know why I decided to make these my resolutions, but now I feel like a quitter if I don't do it. I mean, this is going to be like a 10-year... Like, I, I have to think 10 years down the road if I'm going to have a baby. I have to think 20 years down the road if I'm going to have a baby. If I have a baby right now, it'll be going... It'll be turning 18 and I'll be 48. What am I still going to do? Work at a restaurant? Hopefully, I can do this podcast. Hopefully, I can be a computer programmer. Except I'm taking... A 1500 hour course is going to take me like two years and then who knows if I'll even get a job and you know I got a beard I'm trying to make some money I'm trying to make some tips but I got this beautiful beard and golden luscious hair Maybe not golden, but it's like, I don't know. 
kind of a just a dark maybe I'll call it leather brown I'll call it leather belt brown leather belt brown and it's amazing but I'm trying to make some tips nobody wants to tip me when their girlfriend and wife are trying to fuck me don't act, don't tell me that only men fall in love with their eyes women see me and they just like they can't eat, they don't even most of them some of them don't even know how to hide how they're feeling and this and it's uncomfortable to say the least but i don't it's like i don't even know what they think is going on they're just going to smile at me so like are they trying to make me think that they're nice or are they or are do are they having a crush on me that they don't even realize it or are they uncomfortable at how hot i am or i just don't know what it is but it's valentine's day weekend and I walk up to these tables looking like Leonardo to snatch a bitchio. And I've got a scraggly ass beard. What I'm trying to say is I'm not getting tipped on these two tops. And it's irritating me. The older people will still tip. But I'm getting like these 20 kids in their like 25 and 30s. Dude, it's not cool whenever I go take their order. And I'm like their age, and I'm way cooler than your their boyfriend. It's not a good place to be. It's like I'm trying to sell this soap to uh, businessmen or something like that. So I just drink my, I just drink my double shots, and I, and I just tell all my problems to you because. You stumbled upon me, and we're friends now. Follow me on Instagram, please. Uh, Alex.James.113. I'm your boon companion. I'm not going to leave you. I'm here. I'll fucking be here every week. I think once a week is good. Maybe I could do two hours a week. Maybe I could even do three or four hours a week if I really get good at it and I enjoy it, but I have to get better, and I need to be able to put more time and resources into it and energy. And that's kind of tough to do while working at a restaurant, although it's a good source of, you know, life experience. It's really not, um, it's not ideal because, you know, the one thing is I'm getting like ground floor feedback. Most celebrities and all these people you see on TV, YouTube, they have like kind of made it and they're really not interacting with the country in the same way most people are when they talk about like the working class. Most people don't know what the working class is. It's basically a bunch of 20-year-old kids. And... um, and then also some like 30 and 40 year olds like me who haven't found anything else better so that's why uh, 
That's why this country is so fucked up because everybody's getting their news from people who don't even understand the source. That's why I'm here. And that's why I'm going to make a little splash here up in the podcast world. Yeah, we do need one more white guy talking about bullshit nobody cares about. Because guess what? People do care about it. And my life matters. My love matters. And my skin color is not white. It's like makeup colored. (laughs) No, it's like... It's like toasted marshmallow. I'll go with that. Fuck it. So... You know, I gotta just say, men are not terrible. I mean, I may, I may be a bad, bad man. Oh, you're right. You know what? Men are terrible. I'm a bad boy, and now I grew up, and I'm a bad man. And um, I'm a rogue. I'm a true maverick and an uh, outsider. I'm a specialist, uh, a, a risk taker, and a server. I serve my guests. I serve you, the listeners. I do. I love you. And I serve my Lord. Um, but we'll see if I can make a little money tonight. I'm working Super Bowl Sunday. I think Joe Burrow is going to pull this off. I think the Rams will get an early lead and then they'll start thinking about it over halftime. It'll be a long halftime. They'll, they'll be thinking, man, we just... We're up 14. We just need to wait. We just need to hang on. But that's the mistake that you make. And I think Matt Stafford will make that mistake. He's going to think, oh, we now we just got to hang on. Meanwhile, the other team's thinking, oh, we got to turn it up next level. That's when you get the psychological advantage. The underdog storm for the door. And... um they, I'm going to say they pulled out last minute. I'm going to say Bengals win on a last second field goal. Uh, no overtime. I'm calling it. That's what I say. So, um, we'll see if the people come out tonight and support me. Um, thanks for listening. I'm probably going to wrap this one up in a minute. Um, it's been a great great time with you all and uh, I'll catch you next week okay happy Valentine's Day bye bye